The presenting sponsor for On Education is Classcraft. The school year is winding down and Classcraft is here to help teachers continue to make their classes relevant and meaningful. During the month of May, all new or existing Classcraft Premium users can get their summer subscription for free. That's 14 months for the price of 12. To take advantage of this deal and continue to inspire your students, simply visit classcraft.com slash oneducation. Welcome to On Education, I'm Mike Washburn. And I'm Glenn Irvin. Friends, we have an awesome pod for you today. We're gonna to recap the Connect 2019 conference in Niagara Falls and discuss a new educational game app from ABC Mouse that is making waves. Thousands of teachers walked out this week in North and South Carolina. We'll talk about what they're hoping to get out of that. We'll cap off this week's show with the audio from Mike's Connect Spotlight Talk. So I'm in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatoon. I had never even heard of it until you just texted me that. that <laughs> they, have a, they have an international airport and everything, man. It's a real city. To, uh, I asked how many people live here when I was in the cab because uh, I didn't know. And it's just under 300,000. It's, it's a, it's a, That's significant. That's yeah, a lot yeah, of people. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a big city. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to Saskatchewan in probably a decade. I forgot. I sent you a picture. Uh, I forgot how flat it was here. Like it's you can see for hundreds of miles. It's like the any, prairie, right? Area. Yes. Is it it's it's north of Montana and North Dakota, I'm yeah, guessing? Exactly okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Yep. So Saskatoon is north of, north of the capital. The, so the capital city of Saskatchewan is Regina. And then the it's an hour and a bit north of Regina, I think. So, I mean, it's definitely smack dab in the middle of the prairies. But I had a three-hour flight delay flying. Basically, flying basically sucks. I, I <laughs> do you like to fly? I I don't mind it versus driving. I mean, if I have a choice, but yeah, it's not a, it's not very fun. All the delays and all the ugh, the crampedness, the flights oh, themselves totally ruined my. We had a, I had a plan. I had a plan and everything. I was going to get here. It wasn't going to ruin our schedule for recording the podcast. Everything is going to go perfectly. <laughs> and, then, and then I got a three-hour delay, and That's all a... they all they gave us was a fifteen. They gave us a fifteen-dollar voucher for food, so I, I got to eat at least on there. <laughs> hey, they, they gave you something. That's I good. guess. <laughs> so I'm here. I'm here all week. I'm here uh, in Saskatoon uh, tonight, uh, Monday and Tuesday. And then I have to, uh, I'm here with Brian Aspinall and um, who else is here? I think Jennifer Cassatod is here. So I was just with her last week, uh, but she's here as well. And then uh, we uh, are all, we're not flying together, but we're all actually Brian's going home, but Jennifer and I are both also going to a conference in Winnipeg uh, Wednesday, Thursday. So busy, busy week. Yeah. A lot of travel. Lots a of lot travel. of jumping much, from city to, to city. Yeah, yeah, it's a little. It's getting a little crazy. I'm home for a, over a month after this, though. So, yes, so, and then it so, really gets crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then June's a gong show, so yes. we won't talk about June yet. I'm not ready for it. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I guess it's a thing. Happy Cinco de Mayo. It's a big thing. I've, it's a it's thing. more. It's actually funny because it's actually a bigger thing in the United States than it is in Mexico. Even though the celebration is of a it's not Mexican Independence Day for anybody out there that already probably already knows that. I didn't know uh, that. That would be the 16th of September. Dieciséis de septiembre. That's the Independence Day of Mexico. But there, Mexico has a long history of a lot of different types of battles, including this one. This is called the Battle of Puebla, and this is the the celebration of that specific thing. It's okay. really celebrated heavily along the border towns, I would say, especially, sure. uh, and then in the United States in the Southwest, I would say it's huge. Uh, Texas, Texas, Arizona, California, Colorado, uh, okay. any States that border Mexico, you're going to, you're going to, uh, definitely see that there's more celebrations there, but a lot of people don't even know what they're celebrating. So it's interesting too. Well, the only yeah. thing I've ever associated with Cinco de Mayo is drinking, yeah, so that's, that's the bad part. <laughs> I mean, that's right. the bad association with it. So. Right. 
Yes. So yeah, hopefully some people actually go out there and look up what it actually is and what it means. And it's really just a, a celebration of a, uh, of a battle that took place. And that's that, that eventual war was actually lost by Mexico. Uh, so it was just this one specific battle. Which war? It's called the Battle of Puebla. It was no, a French, French and Mexican war. Yes. Okay. The French Napoleon. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. So that Napoleon <laughs> it's a troublemaker. Yes. Big time. <laughs> uh, so, so we, we both kind of caught on to this article or this, I guess it's called age of learning school from um, ABC mouse, which we've run into a couple times in the past. Uh, and they've been making waves this week in the media, at least in the educational media, um, with, you know, a big, obviously a huge investment, $100 million, yes. which is, you know, a gigantic amount of money. Yes. So listen, if, if you're putting about $100 million into a, a games-based learning thing, it sure as hell better be good. So, um, you know, it what says do you think? it's going to be amazing. <laughs> they say it's going to be amazing. We'll see. We'd what actually like to try the, it out. What are some know? of the features in this the, 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 that you saw that you um, were kind of interested in? Yeah, number one is who's backing it, which is ABC Mouse. And if you don't know this already, they are humongous. I mean, just their user base. I think they say they have 20 million kids on their, on their uh, app. Um, and so this specific app is a multiplayer online game for elementary and supposedly middle school age students in a variety of subject areas. It doesn't give a lot of details about how you'd actually play it or how it would actually work and whether it's role playing or if what kind of uh, game uh, based elements it actually has on it. It says that you can customize your avatars. <laughs> and it says that there's live chat, which can be scary to some people. Um, and I don't want to be down on it, but it says it's a fully explorable open world. So I'm hoping it's something more closer to Final Fantasy, as you guys are playing that kind of game, or uh, Zelda, than uh, something else that's, you know, uh, a typical uh, educational app, which would be just not that good. You know, not a good game to play. And that's really what you need. You need, a, you need the game to be really compelling and then the learning is embedded inside of it. So if you don't have that, we know it's not going to work. And it's not. And their $100 million is going to go down the drain. So hopefully they had some people really look into compelling games, open world games, and say, how can we make this amazing, you know? So the avatars from this screenshot that I'm looking at, it, it looks a lot like PlayStation Home, if you remember that. Or like... Sure. Uh... It's got like a cartoony, a little bit oversized, almost like a Wii. What are the the Wii U mm -hmm. the, the Wii avatars? Yes, they, they kind of look like the Wii the avatars. Big heads. So yes, definitely geared towards kids, obviously. Yes, um, there is a subscription, which yeah. is how they plan on making money. At least it says, looks like uh, nine ninety nine a month, so ten bucks a month for parents um, to pay for three students. Uh, an account for three students is nine ninety nine okay. a month. So, um, so you know, a normal kind of a normal sized family could pay ten bucks a month and have all all of their kids on it, or whatever the average size family. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on the whole. I'll tell you, some of the best games in the world were made for less than a hundred million dollars, right? I mean, yes. when you think about some of the some of these the indie games, big games. Well, I mean, not even indie games, but like even some of these other just kind of normal, really good games. Like $100 million is a giant budget is, I guess, the point. Yes. And um, hopefully they've got some some people saying, you know, let's make the game better be good. Um, because if the game's not good, then all the kids do is look at it as a glorified textbook. And then it, it falls flat. It can't be a Big glorified time. textbook. And that's what most games-based learning things are. We, we talk about this all the time. And we talk to people who talk about this all the time. And, you know, we all agree. You know, if it's just a, if it's just a you know, a, a turd with sprinkles on it, then, you know, <laughs> still a, it's still a turd. It's still a huh? <laughs> so, you know, who cares if it's, a, if it's just a glorified textbook? So hopefully it's good. I, I wouldn't mind getting a shot at at looking around in it. So maybe we would, we'll uh, reach out to them and see what we can do to to play around on it. For sure. 
Yeah, big time. I'd like to do that. So lots of um, interesting protests going on North and South Carolina. I was at I was at Connect and I was hanging around a, a fellow named Harry who was from North Carolina, and he actually pinged me on this that that this was happening again. So last year, teachers in the Carolinas all went out when a lot of those other kind of teachers were were going on strike in all those other states. Um, but they've went back out because I guess a lot of their, you know, concerns aren't being met. One of the, and it's not all about money. These are rarely about money, like entirely. Of course they are about money a little bit, but it's not all about money, right? No, it's, I mean, number one is just the respect, the lack of respect in the profession. And that includes salary, but it can also include just basically a bunch of other types of things, classroom size that we talk about, the state of the schools themselves. So, um, you know, like uh, what, what what condition are our buildings in? Just how much investment is being put into uh, education in general? And then that trickles down to your educators who just basically see it as just a lack of respect for the profession itself. And one of the really interesting, there's two super interesting points, especially in the South Carolina, um, kind of the statement that they made. Uh, They said that they were concerned specifically about retaliation against teachers who are making public policy comments. So these are teachers who are speaking out, who are making their voices heard, who are saying, you know, we've had enough of this and getting maybe on the news or in an interview or in the paper or maybe some of these teachers have a large platform on Twitter or somewhere and being retaliated against by lawmakers in various ways or being singled out by lawmakers in various ways. Um, this is obviously not good at all. I mean, it's it's dangerous when you start retaliating against people who are exercising their civic rights to protest, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I mean, that that is the whole point is we're going to get together. We're going to show our voices that something is not uh, the way that should be. And we should be allowed to go ahead and do that as educators. And we shouldn't have to worry about, you know, uh, our somebody coming back and retaliating against us, or maybe us losing our jobs because we actually spoke up. The other one that I find is super interesting in all of this is, is kind of ironic and a little bit frustrating is that they're pointing out that there's a huge need for mental health counselors. Uh, and that's kind of one, one of the main reasons why, in particular, the South Carolina group um, went out, is citing that there is no focus on mental health in our schools. And the irony, obviously, is that we have all of these gun, um, you know, these issues with guns in schools and, and um, school attacks and stuff like that. And when we bring up guns, they say, you know, we shouldn't be focusing on the guns. Let's focus on mental health. And then the irony, obviously, is that mental health isn't even being focused on either. Yes. Um, so, I mean, we have a big problem where not only do some of these these kind of right, uh, right-ish or right-wing governments, not only do they not want to talk about the guns, but they also don't want to support funding, you know, what, what they say, and which most people agree is, is a, a major problem contributing problem to the to the to the attacks, which is mental health. Yes, I mean, I mean that would be the root of this right. of a lot of these issues is just our students lack access to consistent mental health in all of their schooling, from when they're in elementary school all the way until when they're in secondaries, and then also being able to use those mental health uh, counselors and social workers to be able to go ahead and form a better community within the schools because they can be proactive then too, not only in, in one-on-one type of therapy settings, but a lot of these people are amazing at creating environments within the school. So you can actually build that connectedness so that you don't lose kids uh, that have the potential then to go ahead and then commit a va- uh, uh, act of violence then. So, yeah, I mean, we've promised to keep track of this stuff, and so we do, and, and hopefully it, it informs you and helps you, you know, look into it and, and pay attention to what's going on. Um, we'll, you know, as things progress, we'll just keep talking about it because I think it's important to bring up. Um, I was, uh, you know, I'm at a conference this week. I was at a conference last week in, in Niagara Falls. Uh, Connect 2019. Connect is basically, it's the biggest conference a tech conference in Canada. Um, 
arguably, but it's pretty close. Um, not as big as FETC, um, but but still pretty a pretty big conference. And I was there um, from um, Tuesday to, to Thursday and had an awesome time, had an awesome time. Um, some really interesting things. Uh, the Ignites were really good. I, I love Ignites. Have you ever done an Ignite? Do you I know not. what these things are? Yes, it's like the condensed, shorter speech, right? Like a right. five minute or ten minute speech. Right. So first off, I could I don't think I could ever do an ignite. Um I might I might give it a shot one time, but uh but man oh man, these uh these ignites were really good. I love how to the point they are. Yes. So we had we had some friends uh who have been on the pod and some of um some other great people did ignites. Jen Giffen, Jennifer Cassatod did ignites, Jonathan So. Uh, who I've never mentioned before, but he's a, a really great um, math instructional coach in in Southern Ontario. Um, he actually works with my wife a little bit. He's in he's in the same school board as as Cheryl. Um, and the Ignites were really, really, really good. Super passionate. You have to kind of just bring it right with an Ignite. Oh yeah, Big right. Time. Get to the point and and land it. It's and like deliver it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty. So one of my favorite ignites actually is yeah. Dr. Haskell does one okay. on bl blowing up the grade book. Go look it up on YouTube, everybody. It's freaking awesome. It's a yeah. seven minutes little quick speech. Maybe it's five minutes, uh, but it's powerful and compelling because he's telling you, "Let this is this is wrong. We need to quit doing this, and we need to blow up the grade book." It's really good. Awesome. That would be great. Um, some really cool, lots of cool Minecraft stuff was talked about. There were some pretty neat Minecraft sessions, um, that I, that I sat in on. Um, uh, I'll probably be talking about Minecraft a lot more, uh, in the next little while. There's some pretty cool stuff going on behind the scenes that, uh, that we'll, we'll want to talk about. Um, and, you know, in general, it's just a great time hanging out with, with all of these people um getting to know them a little bit more because you, you know it's just like every other conference right you you know these people on twitter but you don't uh know them you know personally and you don't hang out with them so uh jennifer williams dr jennifer williams was was there and uh again jennifer cassatod and a bunch of other great people so connect was was pretty great uh it was a lot of fun and um one of the cool kind of things about connect was that i had a chance to to do a big a big speech uh, they called big it time. a spotlight speech so yeah 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 um so when we come back um we're going to we pulled the audio from that talk and we're going to share it with you next so stay tuned do you have plans to attend the isti conference this summer Come one day early and participate in the best hidden gem conference in the United States. Badge Summit 2019 will take place on the Temple University campus in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on June 22nd. There will be lots of wicked smart educators to collaborate with on topics such as digital badges, credentials, gamification, and more. To learn more about Badge Summit, simply visit bit.ly slash badge summit.
Thanks for listening to On Education. My name is Mike Washburn. My co-host is Glenn Irvin. Want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at oneducationpodcast.com. You can tweet us at oneducationpod. Glenn is at Irv Spanish on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Washburn. You can find us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash oneducationpod. We're also on Instagram at oneducationpod. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we'd be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or on the Google Play Store. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost. This helps others discover the show. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Classcraft, for supporting us. Check out classcraft.com slash oneducation to learn more about them. Thanks, as always, for listening. Stay awesome. See you soon.